Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log here in Lex Anderson world. I am your host, Lex Anderson. And in this episode, I'm going to do a quick recap of some NBA games. A slight combination of Friday, starting with or mainly discussing the Lakers' triple overtime loss to the Sacramento Kings. And then a little bit of sprinkling of Saturday. And then we're going to ended with some of the more meaningful games on Sunday. So, of course, as mentioned, the Lakers on Friday lost in triple overtime to the Sacramento Kings. You can follow me on Twitter at LexAnderson underscore WS. Very disheartening loss. Russell Westbrook, the king of triple doubles, put up the usual triple double. However, The Lakers still lost. And why did the Lakers lose? Plain and simple. AD and LeBron, 2 of 18 from 3. That's not going to get the job done. 2 of 18 from 3. Why is AD not playing in the paint? That's what a big man is supposed to do. Especially when he's getting paid $191 million. LeBron led the way with 30 points, Russell Westbrook 29, AD 23, Malik Monk 20, but yet it ends up as a loss, an unforgivable triple overtime loss. You can't make this stuff up. It's almost so heartbreaking. Russell Westbrook 29 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists, but again, just look at the three-point shooting. Melo tried to do his part, 6 of 13, 4 of 9 from 3, 16 points. But again, Anthony Davis, 0 of 5, the king, the chosen one. We are all witnesses to his greatness. LeBron James, 2 of 13 from 3. DeAndre Jordan, what the hell is he even doing? I don't know, 4 points, that's definitely not going to get the job done. I definitely would have been happy for the Lakers to have kept Alex Caruso in trade for DeAndre Jordan. Hell, maybe even Dwight Howard. Zero points. Five rebounds. He gave a whole lot of nothing. And that's exactly what the Lakers got. But later on tonight, they will be taking on the Detroit Pistons. So now moving on to the Saturday games. In particular... Timberwolves over the 76ers in two overtimes. Final score 121 to 120. And I'm picking this game in particular because D'Angelo Russell wants to make it known that he wants to put the league on notice that the Timberwolves are about something. The Timberwolves have never been or amounted to anything. Just ask the big ticket, Kevin Garnett. He's familiar with those what was it, seven first-round playoff exits? Only one trip to the WCF, the Western Conference Finals. Of course, they lost to the LA Lakers. But how about the Timberwolves on this night? Carl Anthony Towns, 28 points, 10 rebounds. Anthony Edwards, 19 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. Again, D'Angelo Russell, 35 points, 8 assists, 6 made threes on the night. Joel Embiid, in his return from COVID, 
42 points, 14 rebounds in this one-point loss. Again, 121-120 in two overtimes. And there was also another very interesting game. Miami Heat over the Chicago Bulls in Chicago. 107-104 final score. Gabe Vincent in place of Tyler Harrow. 20 points, 4 threes, 16 points in the 4th quarter. He also had 5 assists. Kyle Lowry, 16 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds, 2 steals. Jimmy Buckets, 18 points, 5 assists, 5 steals. Sounds like they were picking the Bulls' pockets all night. The Bulls have now lost 3 in a row with that loss. And you kind of have to wonder... Are the Chicago Bulls contenders or pretenders? DeMar DeRozan led the Bulls with 28 points. And again, Alex Caruso, 22 points in a game in which the fans were chanting MVP. However, don't you think that's a problem? You have Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, but yet the fans are cheering for Alex Caruso to be the MVP. Or maybe they were just teasing the Lakers. That's a good possibility. And then you had the Phoenix Suns ending their four-game road trip, annihilating the Brooklyn Nets without the oddball from Duke, Kyrie Irving. Still won't take that shot, still won't get vaccinated. So now the Phoenix Suns have won 16 in a row. The final score was 113-107. However, don't let that final score fool you. The Suns dominated the Brooklyn Nets from start to finish. Devin Booker, third straight game with 30-plus points. He had 30 on the night, four three-pointers made. Chris Paul, CP3, 22 points, eight rebounds, five assists. McCall Bridges, 13 points, six rebounds, seven steals. Durant in a losing effort, 39 points, nine rebounds, seven assists, four steals. However, all anyone will remember on this loss, James Harden, a sloppy triple-double, 12 points, 13 assists, 14 rebounds, 7 turnovers. The 7th turnover got him booed by the Brooklyn Nets crowd as the Nets are now 4-6 versus 500 teams this season. They're the only team better than 600 to have a losing record versus 500 teams because the Brooklyn Nets are not elite. However, I would like to point out that since being in Brooklyn, James Harden has been quite the humanitarian. On Thursday night, he was passing out Thanksgiving Day dinners and meals to those who are not as fortunate as he is. He has a 13-year, $200 million contract with Adidas alone. He doesn't need to be serving out meals, but he's been there locally for the citizens of Brooklyn. I hope they would keep that in mind as they're booing him because this is all the fault of the oddball from Duke, Kyrie Irving, for quitting and abandoning the Brooklyn Nets because he is the one that convinced Durant that they should join forces only for him to push the eject button and bail out. But being the top 1% of the people's sportscaster, I have to do my due duty and diligence to talk about what the nationwide sports leader 
the Foxies, the corporate shells, they've sold their soul to the almighty dollar. Won't talk about. Harden has allocated his Adidas marketing money to support the small businesses, the many small businesses in Brooklyn. Around 25 of them provides them with signage to be displayed in their window to bump up business. And in case you forgot, Harden's Houston restaurant named 13 during that power outage that hit the state of Texas, well, Harden donated 100 meals per day to five different local high schools, along with another 150 meals to a local low-income senior citizen center. And he's still showing love and support to Houston while trying to build a legacy here in Brooklyn, New York City, with the Nets. Say what you want about Harden. Of course, when I attack him, it's always for being a scoring leader and never coming through when the bright lights are activated and the national stage set for playoff games. Remember Game 7 against the eventual NBA defending champions, the Milwaukee Bucks? Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets' first home loss was that Game 7. Harden did not score in overtime. That's not big time. But when it comes to life and being a humanitarian, well, in my eyes, Harden is a champion. Take it for what you want. So now we're going to go over to Sunday real quick. Warriors over the garbage-ass Clippers, 105-90 final score. I'm only giving mention because Steph Curry was fouled. The blind-ass NBA refs who always make it about themselves instead of the game. NBA refs, if you're listening, no one cares about you. Fans pay to see Steph Curry. They pay to see Curry shoot his threes. They pay to see Paul George. They don't pay to see the people in the zebra shirts. No, they come for superstars. But Curry gets fouled. The refs don't. Uh, they, first of all, the refs don't even call the foul, but they're quick to give him a technical. Well, at that point, Curry pretty much just went off, scoring 11 of his 33 points after that, as the Warriors have now won eight straight. <laughs> oh, Lord, the Clippers were doomed to fail on that one. Terrence Mann bumping Curry and even taking a swipe at his head. And then Curry buries a three and mimics the referees by having his hands draw the tee. I'm sure the NBA will definitely fine Curry, Chef Curry, Steph Curry, for that gesture. I'm surprised the referees didn't see it and try to reject them. But how about this? Season high with 19 steals. Wow. They were just picking the Clippers' pocket all night long. And to thank Clay Thompson, James Wiseman, are on the horizon for coming back. Lord have mercy. Curry had 33 points in the game. 
But again, that tech <laughs> just set him off. And the Clippers paid the price. Curry also had a season-high six steals, five rebounds, and six assists. It's kind of funny, during the Warriors' championship runs, people would say, Curry doesn't play defense. But yet, Curry, during those seasons, he would be top five in steals. Don't you think that steals would be counted as a part of defense? Of course, I'm talking to the ignorant masses and the sheeple who bray like the mindless cattle that they are, who had left Curry. They left him for dead last season until Curry had one of the greatest months of April, if not one of the greatest shooting months in NBA history, single-handedly carrying them to the play-in. <sighs> That's why there's more losers than winners out here in the world. And of course, later on tonight, in a little under an hour, my and your LA Lakers will be taking on the Detroit Pistons. Let's get back to 500, representing LA all day, every day, 24-7. It's your boy Lex Anderson. Thank you for tuning in. I'm signing out.